do 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 what is going on everybody it is thursday night it is wrestling outlet i am boxman i hope you all are doing very well this week uh and across from me of course sitting there he is slender he is sexy he is uh the voice of generation i'm smart Wahlberg. how are you <sighs> i made it through the week man i made it through the week tomorrow's friday i'm all right i'm good hasn't been that bad of a week but uh you know <laughs> i'm making mm-hmm. i'm making it man i uh i don't know what the fuck is going on but traffic this week getting to and back from work has just been hell Interesting. Ah, it's been taking me like I mean, I've not, I've been leaving for work the same time since I started six months ago, and this week I'm barely making it on time. And I used to get there with five six minutes left to spare. No, hmm. not anymore. Seems like I'm barely making it in. So hopefully tomorrow is better. Fridays aren't usually that bad. So fingers fucking crossed. But, uh, yeah, it was turning out to be a pretty fucking slow news week until, uh, I don't know, some a couple small things happened today. No, it looks like they've gotten, uh, did some releases today, which, uh, Smark, I believe we knew was coming up. Yeah, it seemed inevitable. You had mentioned it a couple of different times. Yeah, I mean, I was really meant, I was hoping they were going to, re- and they did, they released more, I mean, they released all like 100 office employees, which... Again, you don't need 12 people to do the job of four or five. So you -hmm. had to know that was coming. I do think it was funny that all the employees were told to work from home. (laughs) Well, they will be now. Yes. Everyone just work from home. We're going to get rid of you as uh, as needed. (laughs) That must suck. Just sitting at home waiting to get a call. Whether you have or have lost your job. I mean, I imagine a lot of those people knew their writing was on the wall. Some of them, but I mean, you know, I mean, if I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's never good when anyone loses their job, but you had to know with this merger. Everyone, I think, knew it was going to happen. I don't think it was a surprise to anybody. But there were a few surprise releases, which we will 100% get into. There's a few other little things in the news. The Rock returned, obviously. We'll mention that real quick. And a few other little things we'll get into. And um, I guess, I mean, fuck, you just want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it. Right now, it's kind of quiet here, so might as well take advantage of that. See how long it'll be quiet. Just so the wife is bringing home liquor, and I'm fucking having mm-hmm. some beers. I don't care. I just don't care tonight. Well, after last week, I'm good on that for a little while. Last week, of course, was my birthday. I enjoyed quite a bit of liquor, and uh, I'm good for the next month or so. <laughs> Got your fill, huh? Oof. Oof. I literally, like... After it lasted a couple of days, but by like Friday or Saturday, like I could literally feel my liver hurt, and I was like, "All right, yeah, no." It's, yeah, you get it's that like feels like there's a, there's just a few raisins in there. Mm-hmm. Well, like because it was it was specifically that it wasn't even like a like a back injury or anything. I just felt it in my liver, and because I, I knew and I knew it was my liver because it was. I've watched many of Boss Rutten fights, and I know exactly every time he gets him with a liver shot, they grab that exact area where it hurt. And I was like, well, stop. That's no good. (laughs) I might want to drink some water. 
Time to hydrate again. Time to hydrate. Get some Gatorade. Get some water. Get some sugars. Probably a good idea. Probably a good idea. Luckily, I do at least drink water all day, so my liver probably likes me for that. It just hates me for when I go home. Yeah. I I try to do my best to stay properly hydrated. I got one of those. You've seen those jugs or whatever where they have the whole, like, by this point in the day, you should be drink this much water, this much water. And then, mm-hmm. like, it's the whole day's worth of water in the one jug. Yeah. I go through, like, one and a half, sometimes two of those a day. So we're doing good. Nice. Nice. And I'm even, uh, I've even found myself eating, eating healthier at lunch because I was eating heavy. I like, I mean, dude, I've said before, I fucking love to eat. I, we'd go, I'd get pizza, stromboli, calzone. You know, I'm eating. And I'm fucking nodding off at my desk. I am literally like. Okay, so I've even found myself eating healthier. It's helped me stay awake a little more. And even you don't notice how bad that can be until you stop eating that way every day. Yeah, because like I tend to eat relatively light in the beginning of the day. So I have like a yogurt and a banana. Mm -hmm. That'll be it until dinner. But then when I actually do decide to, like, splurge and have, like, a big lunch, I feel sluggish as shit the entire rest of the day. So it's just like, yeah. you can definitely notice when you stop eating, though. Yeah, and I've definitely, I mean, there's still times I'm a little tired after lunch, but I'll tell you, it's been a lot better. Just grabbing, like, a chef salad or something like that mm-hmm. has really helped me. And even even at home, we've been, um, a few weeks ago, we were didn't have anything to eat, but we had some leftover steak in the fridge so i'm like shit give me that fucking steak my wife wanted a salad so the kids were gonna have salad with us we had enough i just fucking got some you know thinly sliced up that steak cooked it up and threw it in with the salad and my god my kids fucking loved it Mm, it can definitely be good yeah so we've been even eating salads at home just throwing you know chicken steak ham chunks of ham on it but that's what we've been doing I like salad, but I don't like eating salad in front of people because salad and cereal like both sort of confirm that like I am a cereal killer in the making. Because I'll eat a fucking dry salad. I won't use I, I I will use dressing if I want to, but like it doesn't really bother me to eat it without dressing. And then I don't yeah. eat cereal with milk. I so I, 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 I am history's greatest monster in a sense. Now, do you eat cereal with anything, or just plain like eat it? No, I just eat cereal, eat cereal. So every once in a while, I'll, I'll put some milk in there, but if there's no milk, no problem. More often than not, I eat it without the milk. Well, if you want to hear maybe possibly even more cereal killerish than that, if uh, I can't drink milk, I actually use water in my cereals. See, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, you're not the only person that does that. Mm-hmm. It's very much, that's the Friday method. Oh, you well, yeah. We're on the milk. I'm gonna use fucking water in that shit. I've I've done it many times, man. I've done it, man. I I can't drink milk, but I'll tell you what: with grape nuts, it's actually fucking good. You put a little water in them, motherfuckers. You put them in the uh, microwave for a minute, and it's like oatmeal. I just feel like it would dilute from the flavor of like what the cereal. But if it works for you, it works for you. It works. It doesn't dilute the flavor at all. <laughs> It doesn't. I just, I, I can't drink the milk. And even that lactate shit just tastes awful to me. I hate almond milk. I know that's not necessarily the same thing, but just, I've tried it. And, oh, dear God. I, I mean, I'd rather drink just regular milk. I, the, the almond milk is good to, uh, I found it's good to cook with. 
Like, um, mm. I also found it's good to do in like pancakes and shit. Gives it a little, little extra flavor, something to use it for. We have it. I, I won't fucking drink it, but my wife likes it. So, what's going on, Norab? Hey, Norab, how are you? So, yeah, Norab came in on our uh, cereal talk here. Um, the, the milk discussion. Yes, yes, milk or no milk. <laughs> There's actually one of the personal trainers at the gym I go to. That's actually they recommend they recommend fasting if you don't cardio, which I'm not really terribly on board with. But if you're weightlifting, she recommends chocolate milk. Really? Yeah, because something about the glucose. You need glucose in your muscles. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. All right. Well, that's pretty goddamn interesting. Mm-hmm. Pretty goddamn interesting. So yeah, Nora, we will uh, we will most definitely get into the releases in just a little bit. I have got to get this fucking chair fixed. There's no, uh, there's an armrest on this side, but my kids broke this one off. So I find myself sitting like this a lot, and I look like I just like like I have no arms <laughs> and no shoulders. <laughs> I need to get the other armrest so I can sit like this and not be so bad. But anyway. Anywho, let's uh, let's get into this a little bit. Uh, we are going to kick off talking about what really some of the big news was <laughs> before all this uh, all this uh, shit hit the fan. Um, some of the big news earlier, you know, we had, but uh, The Rock coming back to WWE is. Was probably one of the biggest news uh, items out there before all the releases took place. But I see this right here of CNN Entertainment. And uh, The Rock did come back to SmackDown last Friday. It did amazing numbers, Mark. Like views, views, views. Millions and millions of views. And, uh, you know, it's been a while since he's come back. But he was in there. He was talking to uh, Pat McAfee. And Austin Theory came in. I definitely watched the clip. This crowd was fucking lit for for The Rock. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Meanwhile, this is really only, right now, just a one-off uh, for him. But another really cool part of the night, though, was him and Cena had a little face-to-face. Right. It, it was pretty cool. I'm debating if Tosh should play it or not. Well, the worst they can do is take ad revenue from us, and we don't have ad revenue, so maybe we should just play it. Yeah, there we go. We're not afraid of their legal team. Come at us, Jerry McDevitt. Yeah, fuck that guy. Here, let me get this. I'll make it that big for you guys. If it will work, don't think it'll work. Let me drop this down. That'll be fine. Why did it do that? There we go. What the fuck nuts happened here? And by the by, I think now is a good time to say that you're not sharing your screen with them. Oh, I think that was a great time to tell me that. Absolutely it's perfect. just now dawned on me. I forgot that that's how we were doing things. So. It just now dawned on me also. I am now sharing my screen with you as of this moment. Okay, now we can go ahead and play this little video that I had here for you guys that I've just remembered. Here we go. Smart's right there. Let's. Do, why does it keep covering the video? There we go. You know what, folks? Give me one sec here. Let me just, uh, <laughs> give me one sec. Let me refresh the screen. 
I don't know why that dropped down, but uh, oh, there's an advertisement up there. Now I see it. Ah, just give me a sec to refresh the screen, and we'll go down and we'll play that video. But I'll tell you, Smart, this um, this uh, Actors Guild writer strike seems to be good for WWE. It's weird though, because it seems like they've committed all. Like before, the problem was is that like SmackDown had a lot of their interesting stuff because they had the Roman Reigns angle and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like everybody wanted to watch SmackDown, but they didn't really do enough to bring people into watching Raw. Right. So what they decided to do was to have the Rock show up on SmackDown, have Cena back on SmackDown, and bring back Nia Jax. <laughs> so it's like, what are they? They're still they're just fully committed to just having people watch SmackDown at this. But like they, I guess they do not give a single solitary fuck if you watch Raw. I guess not. I guess not. But SmackDown. Uh, well, I think there was a reason for this, and we're going to talk about that, Smart. They did make us make an announcement about SmackDown uh, today that we will talk about. Um, a p- pretty pretty big announcement, actually, of uh, SmackDown moving from. Uh, I mean, I'll just I'll mention it now, and we'll tell you the rest of it later. But SmackDown is actually moving from Fox over back to USA Network. Indeed. So I think this was very strategic. This was one of the first shows right after the whole um, merger went down. So this was very strategic, in my opinion, what what this was for. They, they knew that they were making an announcement, obviously. New TV deal is what they got. So... We'll get into that a little bit later, folks. Um, but, oh, well, fuck it. We're talking about SmackDown. I guess we can get into it now. Who gives a shit, right? Sure. Let me find it right here. Hold on, hold on, hold on. One of these articles was it. Here it is right here. Actually, we were going to talk about it next. So what the fuck? Let's just bring it into this. So, yeah, SmackDown. Let me share the news with you guys here. SmackDown will be, as you can see, they will be moving uh, from Fox to USA Network with this new TV rights deal with uh, from NBC Universal that they got. This really just makes sense if you think about it. Where are all the other shows on USA? Kind of makes sense, Mark. Yeah, I'm just wondering like if they're working out TV deals, how far we're going to get from how long it's going to take before we start seeing like the shows show up on Peacock the next day. That's a good question. Because I saw an article, but we I, the only reason I didn't decide to share it and not really talk about it too much in depth is they're saying, uh, Hulu's saying that their contract with them is soon to expire, but we've seen that before, and it just sort of, they said that, and then they renewed it the next day. So just yeah. shit like that, it seems to happen, but... I don't know, probably not too far away from their stuff showing up on Peacock the next day. It'd be great if they could figure out a way to do, well, not figure out a way, but set it up so that it happens a lot. It right. makes things a lot easier. Because mm-hmm. they can't, it's, they can't be hurting, like they can't be missing out on money from that because fucking like NFL does it. Right. NFL is not going to stream live games on streaming apps like Peacock if it's going to lose them money. Yeah, it just means they haven't struck a deal yet, but I wouldn't worry, folks. They've tried to take NYPD Blue off there like four times, and I'm like, <gasps> but now they can, and I don't care. But anyway, actually, I'll be done with that show this weekend. But anyway, um, Noreb with an E, A-X-E is ax. And ask is A-S-K. We don't ask questions here, just so you know. 
Let me ask you a question. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. You you shifted through modes there because you went briefly urban and then you went <laughs> super Jewish, just simultaneous. <laughs> Oi, what are you doing to the grandma? Ugh, jeez, with your ex. <laughs> What's going on, Noe? How you been, man? How you been? But uh, yeah, they will be moving, as we can see right here. Let me go back to that real quick. And but I, I just think this is like one of the like a move that makes sense to me. They've already got NXT on USA. They've already got Raw on USA. Makes sense. Put all your shows in one fucking you know under one umbrella. It's probably a really good thing for them. But uh, we do see here they will be moving. They actually, uh, I believe, this all went down today. Yeah, did all this all went down today, right before actually. Uh, the show started tonight. So this is going to, uh, as you can see, they will be moving from Fox to USA Network. This is going to be next year. This is going to be under another five-year domestic media rights partnership with NBC Universal. And you can see here what it says right here, SmackDown. And look in the article, Smart. It even says right here, Cena and an unadvertised appearance by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. They knew what they were doing. One hundred percent. That was one hundred percent strategic and a good move, especially if they knew this was coming out in the next few days, which I believe they did. Now, all the financial terms, of course, are have not been disclosed. I would say that would be as of yet. This is a public company, so eventually they will be, but they may not even be finalized yet. This may be a handshake deal for now. For all we know, who knows? But uh, I definitely, like I said, this is a great move for them. It's, I mean, it, listen, where else were they going to go? I think people really expected this to go down like this anyway. So that I think though, like I said, all strategic in my opinion, Smart. And now we can go back and play this fucking video for you guys. Now I think we have a little more depth of what happened. But uh, this was a good little interaction with uh, The Rock and Cena. But I do have to say, uh, The Rock looks a little old man from the side here. Yeah, a little bit. It looks, oh shit, it's large, angry old man. All right, let's do this. <laughs> Hopefully it'll play. It might be an ad. Please don't be an ad. Why is everything so slow tonight? So slow. Oh, here's an ad. I got to hit the... Uh, Yo, Don, see that ready for right, you. Right, hold on, folks. I'll hold, be right there. hold on, hold on, hold on. Two seconds. All right, there we go. You are. You are. And then everybody else was... Yeah, that, will, they that went on. They would have went for two hours. Straight. No questions <laughs> asked. Would've Denver would have went on. And two on hours. for two hours. You are. And... I don't know why he's doing this. Thank you, brother. I mean, what a great moment. Hell yeah. Yes. Man. Hey, there's a guy I can't see here. Yeah. I can see him. I see you trying to smile. I am. Welcome home. Come on. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, so uh, this little strike, like I said, is pretty good for someone. It's been good for wrestling. If 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 no one else, they've got The Rock back. They've got Cena back. But Smark, I, uh, 
I think we got to ask one question. What's that? What happens if next week this fucking strike is over? It's mm, oh. a very good question. <laughs> I think we know. Listen, Gordon, I don't want your fucking Bitcoin, okay? Get out of my Skype. Get out of my Skype. Smart, you want some Bitcoin? Want me to forward this to you? I, yes, I do. Yes. All right. I spent all of mine on the uh, uninterested eight or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> on a Dogecoin? Well, yeah, of course, Dogecoin, but there was some annoyed ape, I think it was. It was just a fucking, some idiot druid fucking monkey, and they were selling it for, like, thousands of dollars, or trying to. There's some crazy shit being sold out there, man. It's fucked up, I'll tell you that. But I people, mean, some they're... things are obvious. I'm not saying I'm a genius, but, like, that seemed like a whole... I was watching, or not really watching, but listening to fucking Bitcoin podcasts, and I was just like... This shit is not going to go anywhere. This is just a way to grift idiots. And people are like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And sure enough. It, it is, but from what I hear, if you know what you're doing, you can fucking, you can make some fucking money. <laughs> yes, you could also do that by playing a shell game if you're the one in charge of the shell game. That's different. That, 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 there's a trick to that game. <laughs> when there's they, a trick to every game when they bring the cup back the the little shell is in their hand it's not there is no shell mm. there is no shell it's like three card monty there there there's no find the queen find the queen find the bitch find the bitch there's no queen it's in their hand they're palming it remember i liked magic when i was a kid I mean, I'm just trying to let go of the phrase they're palming it. That's what it's called. It's literally called palming. You perv. You perv. But anyway. Um, yeah, so this SAG thing's at least good for wrestling. I mean, they're getting some people back, but like I said, what will fucking happen if this thing is over next week, even in two weeks? You know The Rock has movies out there that he's waiting to film. We've talked about his schedule, why he's not coming back. So what happens if this all fucking goes back and resumes? Where's Cena going to go? I don't know if he has any movies, but I, by the way, I really think it's time he just shaves his head. I'm sorry. I'm just going to lay it out there. Time. I mean, yeah, but also no. Because mm. I enjoy the weed, whatever the hell it is he has going on with the hair right now. I mean, I don't give a shit. Guy, guy, if, if he might like it, he might, you know, just say, fuck it, I'm going, I'm, my hair's going to do what it does. Whatever. I don't care. I'm just saying, if I was him and I could pull off the, you know, short, short hair look, I, I, I would take it down. I mean, yeah, he should, but I just, I, like I said, I just like the ridiculous hairpiece situation that he's going on right now. Well, I, he doesn't even have a hairpiece. It just looks like a little satellite dish there. Just, that is true. Just, it looks yeah. almost like a combination of, like, JBL blends with Vince. Maybe that's why they're moving from Fox to USA. Uh, Cena's bald spot doesn't get Fox. That's true. He, he didn't pay for the... Uh, he didn't get the upgraded tier. <laughs> so He's he, he doesn't dropping get, channels from his hair. He doesn't get Fox. Yeah. He had a very basic hairline. That's that's what happened. That's what happened. But uh, hey, you know, years and years of wearing a hat every night will do that. 
to your hair. So he should blame Vince. I would. I would too. I think that's the best idea is blame Vince. Vince isn't just the blame for everything, folks. I don't know if you guys know that, but Vince is the man to blame. So. It actually be kind of nice. If, I think if he like followed Vince's idea, just like used a Sharpie to color in the bald spot, like how Vince has his mustache. That, that, that mustache is um, a little scary. It's the most ridiculous fucking mustache ever, but it, it is kind of interesting if you think about it. How like it is totally socially acceptable for people to just fucking use pencils to draw in their eyebrows. But a uh-huh. motherfucker does it to their mustache, and it everybody just loses their mind. But I mean, it was a, it's a fucking ridiculous mustache. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe he has it right now for for uh, a little tribute to Jimmy Buffett because Jimmy Buffett. Remember now, I wish I had a pencil thin mustache. The Boston Blackie cat, a two tone Ricky Ricardo jacket, and an autographed picture of Andy Devine. <laughs> I like I'm in my head over here about some other kind of stuff. Cause I actually went, didn't go to it, but walked past. So I'm walking Sunday. Mm-hmm. Went past a Margaritaville. And I was just I don't know why, but the idea of just like a fucking candlelight vigil being held at Mar- Margaritaville just makes me laugh. Okay, well he's gone now, so you don't have to fuck with him. Okay. Well, I'm not fucking with him. It's just the idea of the man alone, of like a bunch of like fucking bottles of tequila with flowers and being placed at like the foot of Margaritaville it makes me kind of laugh. There was also there was a live performer there because oh. I was literally walking right past Margaritaville, nice. and there was a live performer, and they were playing a country version mm-hmm. of the song "Karma Chameleon" by fucking Boy George. I did not Ultra know Club. there was. That's what I was trying to figure out the group name. But I, that was the most wild. I've never fucking, it was the most wild thing I've ever heard. I have never. I mean, one of the biggest kind of country songs right now is a remake of uh, Tracy Chapman's Fast Car. What's going on, Stephen Butler? How you doing? Um, And I am doing fine. Thank you for asking. Uh, but really, that's one of the biggest country songs right now is that song. I've. I think it's more. I think it's Morgan Whalen who redid it. I have no idea who that uh, is. I don't really listen to the new country myself, but let me just hear. I'll get that real quick. I got a phone right here. I will type in a "fast car cover." Oh, Luke Combs, excuse me. Luke Combs, all right. Yeah, Luke Combs. Luke Luke Combs. Luke Luke Combs. What a fucking stupid name! You just sound like you're jamming it together. Yeah, I think Luke is a pretty stupid name. Well, especially with the last name Combs. Luke Holmes, Luke Holmes, Luke, Luke, Luke Holmes, Luke, Luke, Luke Holmes. God damn, you just sound drunk saying that. It's like judicial. We're in the judicial system. <laughs> Luke Holmes and Luke goes. Luke Holmes. I mean? Where are you going to see Luke Holmes? Who? Luke Holmes. Who? Luke Holmes. This just kind of sounded vaguely Irish there. Why are you going to Luke Holmes? Anyway, vaguely, maybe. But anyway, I think we should uh, roll on here, Mark. Got a little article here from Forbes, folks. Let's go ahead and get this bad boy up here. It says that AEW is reportedly, so let's, let's, let's grain of salt here, um, 
Now, this has been something talked about too, Smart. This going to Max or HBO Max in 2024. But it's this article from Forbes is saying if they do go, they are looking to up their schedule. And this is according to Smart, the big bad Andrew Zarian. Dave Meltzer Jr. Mm-hmm. Little Melts, as we call him. <laughs> little Melts. Like how Charles Robinson's in Little Nate. He's mm-hmm. a little Melch. Yep. So he says, I feel confident to say that AEW will be on Max in 2024, and AEW will expand his pay-per-view schedule to 12 a year. You think somewhere out there, Andrew Zarian spent like years practicing in the mirror, just wearing a tight polo shirt and saying, you know, over and over again. And um, I don't know from this picture up by him, I'm looking at right there. It looks like he spent a lot of time in a uh, cut sleeveless shirt. Hmm. He's making his own style. He's not completely following in his footsteps. Right. But I'll bet that room is an absolute mess. Probably smells terrible at the very least. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Put a shirt on, man. My God. My God. But, uh, yeah, you know, obviously these guys have had their major four. Revolution, Double or Nothing, All Out, and Full Gear. Um, Not quite sure why I didn't. At Revolution, wouldn't All In be? Wouldn't it be All Out, Double or Nothing, All In, and Full Gear? Well, All In is was really just only out for this year. True. They just started doing that. Originally, it had been the, those four of Revolution, All yeah. Out, Full Gear, and Double or Nothing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I guess All In is going to be kind of a overseas thing now. But they have expanded. They've done, you know, the Forbidden Door, like this article says here. They did the huge show in Wembley last month, obviously. Um, but I'm not crazy about... I think that's ridiculous. I think they should stick to the schedule, but... This could be Max telling them, well, we need you to be a little more proactive in the pay-per-view sections. I mean, if they trim the pay-per-view time a little bit, I don't think it would be so bad. That, but, I mean, if yes. we're talking once a month, fucking five, six-hour pay-per-views, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. Yeah, and, I mean, you're right. That would be hell. And it even says here, uh, with All In already confirmed to return in August 2024, it's become clear that AEW is taking a page out of the WWE playbook and jam-packing its calendar with more pay-per-views. This, of course, has the potential to either greatly enhance or negatively affect AEW's TV product. Uh, Christopher Kane, what is going on? What is going on? Well, hello. So, I mean... That's one statement I agree with. It's either going to, I mean, wow. Imagine that. It's either going to fail or it's not. Whoa. Whoa. Hey, fucking straight out of Forbes there. Ooh. It's like, well, this decision's either going to help the business or they're going to hurt the business. Whoa. Let me, uh, easy. Hey, hey, Blake Ostricker. Let's calm down here, pal. Uh, uh, no, it's a, it's a passionate hot take. I'm, I'm glad that he's saying I, it, it's It's a bold take. Mm-hmm. It's a very bold, uh, as, as was said in Dodgeball, that's a bold move there, Cotton. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> but, exactly. So this move could work, 
or it could not work, Smark. So basically what's going to happen is people are going to watch or they're not. Okay? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you want y'all to just think about that real quick. Let it sink in. They're going to watch or they're not. Mm. I mean, listen, it doesn't be it, it, <laughs> nothing more profound than that, folks. I'm <laughs> All right. He is right. It's either going to work or it's not. But listen, I think right now at this point. I think the problem is why include that? Because like, I feel like anybody who could read could kind of make that like just sort of inference. It's like, well, it could work for him. It could not work for him. Like, all right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm agreeing with Steve and some of the extra shows are going to lose them money. But you know what? I don't think Tony Khan gives a fuck if these shows lose them money. And you know what? I don't think they really do. I don't. I really don't. I don't think they lose him money at all. I think he might not be profiting a lot, but I think he at minimum breaks even on these th- these little pay-per-views he does. But I I think what I mean, I think at this point AEW has its fans. Like WWE mm-hmm. has its base. AEW has its base. You're going to get some people watching certain things here here and there that they didn't watch before, but they're AEW Dynamite and all the other ratings pretty much say, you know, over the time that they're just, they've got their fans. And sometimes their fans watch and sometimes they don't. What if they just started like the, just to fill in the extra pay per views? They just started stealing WCW pay per view names, which is making it so that it's just enough that they can't get sued. So it's like the Great American Box Social. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween happening. Hell in the ring. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sin, but there's like two N's or RY. Uh, instead of payback, flashback. Mm-hmm. Right? I think we're, we're getting into WWE territory at this point, but yes. I'm talking yeah. about just ripping off like copyright friendly WCW rip off pay per view titles. Ah. Uh, like, uh, Bash at the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, that's a good one. That could be a good one. Occurrence at the ocean. Mm. Beavers wild not- instead of hog Ooh. wild. Ooh, I like that one too. I wish they'd bring back that concept of just fucking like exotic venues. I gotta tell you, man. I've I said this when we you know after that Wembley show. I love the outside stadium feel. I really do. I know it's risky. I do. I get that weather, but I love the feel of those out- outdoor stadium feels, man. I think it's great. I think it's great. No, I think you're right. The rock will be good, but right now it's just a one-off as far as I, I matter of fact, I think I saw his name on the release list today. <laughs> like they fired him. <laughs> hey, hey, rock. Get the budget cuts, man. PR move, little PR move, no big deal. Rack's gone, Cena's gone. Yep, strikes over, folks. Mm-hmm. Did they restructure Roman's contract? It's just, it, it's all going now. All going to hell. Christopher Kane says Roadhog Wild. Oh, there you go. How about <sighs> Roadkill Wild? Wild Hog. Wild. That's a movie. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so you could be running into double copyright infringement right there. I don't know. Travolta might not take well to that. 
among many other things. But yeah, Tim Allen might come after you. Watch out. I like Tim Allen. Yeah, he was good. He was good. But um, so there you go, folks. AEW possibly going to max next year and um, maybe 12 pay per I think it's necessary, though, in all seriousness, as much as I would like to waste this opportunity by making weird WCW pay per view pun names. It, it is. That's how wrestling is going to fucking step into the future. It's like you're going to need the product to be available on streaming services like everything else is. Mm-hmm. And especially you know, with it being a live sport. Like like we talk about, you know, football is on fucking it's on Peacock now, it's on you know, certain games are on Paramount, those kind of things. Like you, you have to all sports group have to start entering the streaming platforms. And I just it helps a lot more if you can, you know, if it's on a platform that people have that if something cool happens, you're like, oh, hey, you got to check this out. And it's like, all right, well, you know, I have Netflix or I have Max or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. AEW is going to be on, whatever WWE is going to be on when they eventually get there. It's, it's what's going to have to happen for wrestling to fucking evolve into the next fucking millennium. Yeah. And you're right, everybody. I mean, streaming is the way it's going to be. More people cut that cord every day, so you've got to be on a streaming service. And uh, you're right. I think it is necessary. And the 12 per- pay-per-views, I don't know if that's necessary. But no. but again, it's either going to be good or bad for them. <laughs> people are going to watch or they're not. That's it, Smart. Uh Smark, I think uh I think it's on you now. I think I, I think it's you, sir. It's all you, sir. All you. I mean that guy is going to eventually become the senior business advisor of like impact wrestling. Like, well, we got some ideas and they might work and they might not work. Ooh, bring him in. Christopher Kane says doing a pay-per-view at Sturgis Motorcycle Rally is not possible. No, I don't think it would be anymore. It may maybe. Yeah. Maybe. It may be. <laughs> You just can't have any masked wrestlers. I I wouldn't do that. All right. Anyways. Any. All right. So I hope everybody's sitting down because I have a bit of sad news for you. Oh. Nothing can last forever. And such is the case with Jake Hager's MMA career. Current AEW wrestler and former WWE world champion Jake Hager has retired from MMA. Mm. Hager revealed the news during a virtual signing on Tuesday while alluding to some displeasure with Bellator MMA, which is where he was under contract. Officially, I'm retired from MMA. I trained hard last year, but Bellator was jerking me off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't watch Bellator, but I'm surprised that that happened. I retired, and I am now just focusing on wrestling, he says. (laughs) The 41-year-old retired with a (laughs) 3-0-1 record, Mm -hmm. all in the Bellator cage. No, so if they're jerking people, that I mean, I guess that explains how they're getting like former UFC people. <laughs> Not like a, they jerked me off. I've, I mean, I've heard that used to describe like transactions before, <laughs> but I just didn't expect to hear that like in an article. It was like, ah, they're jerking me off. Yeah, okay. but usually well, jerking me around know, is actually the proper like true. Jerking you off, someone's probably getting in your car. There's cash getting exchanged, but anyhow. <laughs> um, or Fedor has to jerk this man off. Oh God! Don't even make that joke. That was smart. That was smart. Yeah, 
going to lose an arm by tomorrow. That was smart. Let's see who is slightly more obtainable on that roster. You might want to make more. You might want to make fun of CM Punk. I'm just saying. Chael Sonnen still fight there? I might have a shot. He's kind of old. Uh, Stallone knocked him out in the movie Grudge Match. Maybe you got a shot. There you go. <laughs> Listen, if, if I learned anything from my martial arts hero, Steven Seagal, I know that people my size are capable of extraordinary feats. Very true. Just, you know, a little bit of a... Uh, exactly. Just you, There you go. Watch some Seagal movies. You'll be fine. Ooh, I mean, he didn't directly suggest this, but I've got an idea from something that Christopher changes. But maybe Hager is going to transition into power slap. Oh, Bellator! Did he just say his Bellator the slam is power slap? No, I mean, <laughs> it's not that far off. It's it's kind of like is Burger King the same as Wendy's? It's like not exactly, but there's parallels. I, I mean. I would say it's a a, a smaller, it, it, it's it's a UFC indie is what I would call it. Mm-hmm. A UFC indie is what I would call that thing. Who is even on their fucking roster these days? Well, let's play a game of I look it up. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and get this article down for now. Then, Jake, I'm glad you're concentrating on wrestling. Um, I hope you're okay after jerking off uh, the jerking off from Bellator. The only thing I ever like even really remember about his career there was like he needed a guy in the nuts. I think that was where that one in the three zero and one came from. Uh yes, I believe that is the correct. He was disqualified. You're right. I think that is exactly what that did. Now he I mean he apologized, so it wasn't like he meant to fucking do it, you know. <laughs> he apologized. He said he was sorry. Ah, Sergio Pettis. Okay, okay. Who else? Who else? Um, let's see. Sergio Pettis, no, Ryan Bader. Cyborg's there. I know Cyborg. Okay, yeah, I know, I know her. I know her. I think we're running low on other recognizable talent, but yeah, Cyborg's there. That's fun. Okay, she's good. Uh, yeah, I think that's about going to do it. I'm not noticing recognizing any of these other people. I think, uh, what's his name? Demetrius Johnson's plate's there still, but... Hmm. Not 100% on that. All right. Well, that's good for Jake Hager, though, getting this, getting going here. Um, so, Smark, if you don't mind me rolling along a little bit here. Sure, go ahead. There's no more fruit in this tree. <laughs> I didn't think so. I was trying to save you a little bit. <laughs> no, you call it what it is. Let's transition. Uh Obviously, we all know CM Punk was released from AEW a few uh, couple of weeks ago. And everybody on this, uh, even on this show, was asking the question, is Punk going to sue Tony Khan in AEW? Um, I said I definitely don't think so. I saw nothing he could sue for. I think he fucked up his own career. I think he fucked himself when he went after Jungle Boy. And I think he fucked himself with a lot of the things he was doing before that. CM Punk screwed CM Punk. That's what I'm saying. But uh, that question has been answered, if you uh, believe uh, the reports that were coming out. And it says no, CM Punk is not suing Tony Khan after the AEW termination. 
I don't see what case they uh, that he would have or what grounds he would have to sue by. I just don't. And I and you know you you said when Tony made his little speech, do you think that was a legalese kind of speak? Absolutely. He was in fear of his life, in fear of his safety. That is legalese to say, yeah, yeah, this is why we got rid of him. This is setting precedent on why we got rid of him if he does come to a law, you know, if it did come to a lawsuit. But no, CM Punk will not be suing. Um, Really, it just tells kind of what happened. There's not really any new news here. But as far as we know right now, no, he is not going to sue Tony Khan. And once again, I just don't see what he would sue for. Wrongful termination? Fuck you. You should have been terminated after you sent home the fucking the, 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 the creative guy. That's when you should have been fucking fired. That is an amazing question. Like when CM Punk was they discovered that he was fired, like who got to tell him? Like did Christopher Daniels come back and be like, buddy, I got some news for you. Oh, I bet he volunteered to come back and fucking do it. I would have. Oh, friend, 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 friend. I'd rather get some news. I would have, most definitely. Um, y'all, we're going to get into the uh, releases next. That's I, We just blew through the rest of the stuff. We're gonna, it's only been 45 minutes. Can we calm down a little bit? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ over here. Would have been pretty great if Tony Khan was petty and he actually just FedExed him his termination. <laughs> Hey, like, when hey you... does this look familiar, Phil? Hey, uh, Phil, when's your anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it in a happy anniversary card. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Any kind of name, that'd be wishing your best in all of your future projects. Good luck in your right. future projects, exactly. Good luck in all your future projects, you little bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Winter anniversary, punk. Got a real gift for you, my friend. Hey, look for a FedEx truck. <laughs> That's how this is all going to end one day. Is this CM Punk is going to shoot up a fucking FedEx office? <laughs> yeah, maybe they should start UPSing him stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a DHL, maybe. You know what? Maybe that. Maybe that's who Buddy pulled the gun out on. It was somebody in a FedEx truck. No. Maybe. He, was, he was trying to win some brownie points with Punk. It just fucking Cash pulls out the gat at the <laughs> FedEx truck. Oh, poor Cash. Yeah, I guess mm. not. They're, 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 they're doing fine. Sure. They are. I mean, he's fine. the most likable one, if only by default, but still. I, I got to admit, I... I'm 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 not crazy about what he did. <laughs> I mean, well, no, I mean he, he had a bit of a, a social faux pas there. I mean, I'm a gun guy, and I completely disagree with every with the way he went about it, what he did, everything, even being a gun guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, no, no, that's not how you. It's uh, not how you represent. It's Mark. At the very least, impolite. Damn right, another beer. Another beer. All right. Well, I guess let's just go ahead and get into this right here. Again, CM Punk not suing AEW. Again, I don't think he had a fucking case. I never did. I think he would be an idiot. The lawyer that took his fucking case should be fucking sued. 
Yeah, I mean, they made sure that they had all of their bases covered before they pulled that trigger. Absolutely, man. Yeah, oh, shit, accidentally minimized us. Sorry about that, folks. Hold on a second. Here we go. Didn't mean to do that. We should be right back live again. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I clicked the wrong fucking button. Sorry. Just me doing this here. <laughs> anyway. Let's, uh, we've got some releases tonight, folks. Um, started uh, early afternoon, I think, right around there. That mm-hmm. sounds about right. I think I saw it about one, two o'clock. Yeah, it started about early afternoon. So, um, got a list here of all of their, I believe this is all of the releases as of right now. This was, um, I mean, this was recently updated, so let's see what... Uh, NORAD. Conspiracy. I told you before. Conspiracy, I believe... Let me check my definition. I believe you have to have five people literally planning to set... Like, like ab- absolutely tear your career apart. Let's see. Conspiracy. C-O-N... Conspiracy. Conspiracy, not the fucking film, you idiots. <laughs> okay. A secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. I don't think they were doing that. <laughs> I don't think they were doing that. I also sabotage. I don't think they were doing that. If anyone sabotaged them, uh, anything, it was him My- sabotaging himself. The Bucks, Jungle Boy, Fallen Angel, Matt Hardy. No, 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 no. You can't prove any of that. Jungle Boy made, again, I thought he was fucking with with us, the audience. This all could have been avoided. All Punk had to do was wait until after the fucking event. Punk would have been working. Everybody would have been fine. Christopher Daniels was, I mean, God, he didn't have time. To fucking do a conspiracy against him. And Matt Hardy, Jesus. Matt Hardy don't give a fuck. No, not at all. He's got a fucking hot wife. He don't give a shit. But anyway, let's go ahead and roll down a few of these names on this list. Right here, folks. Right here. Let's see. Do I have a whole list on there? I do have the whole list on there. We've got Dolph Ziggler, which I'm not going to lie. That one surprised me a little bit. It's easily the most surprising, even though he hasn't been doing anything, just for the sake of it. He seemed like one of those, like, Funaki, JTG, just they're going to be there forever types. Just a lifer. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was kind of... I guess we should have expected something like this when they got rid of uh, Matt Cardona, Zack Ryder. Because he always said he was a lifer. He's like, you're going to have to fucking fire my ass. They did. But Dolph Ziggler, man, he was always just that good hand, that good worker that could go in, have a match with anyone, make them look fucking great. Nah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what what happened here. Elias is another one that has been uh, released. Um, I I don't know about his brother. They fired Ryder, and he said, you can't fire, or not fucking Ryder, they fired Ziggler, and he said, you can't fire me, I threatened to quit. Oh, uh, yeah. Just threaten. 
Yeah. You think he's still just going to keep threatening to quit WWE, even though he's been fired for it? It just ended up being like three months, six months, well, two he, years from now. He He'll still be to. putting out graphic tweets that he's going to be leaving the company. Uh, he, like, like you said, he used to threaten to quit. They would fucking re-sign him and probably got more fucking money every goddamn time. That's the problem. He, he goofed up. Mm-hmm. That too long had passed since the last time he threatened to quit. They thought he actually wanted to be there. They Listen, fired his ex. If you're going to fail, fail upwards, Mark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it, sir. Uh, Mustafa Ali, who, let's face it, has been asking for his release for close to a year now, maybe even a little more. Mm-hmm. Shelton Benjamin. Um, I will go ahead and say they have dropped the ball on him so many times. The guy is a talented son of a bitch. And I don't know why they can never find a spot for him. No, he wasn't a good talker. He needed a manager to talk for him. How fucking hard is it to find that fucking kind of talent, a manager? Please tell me, Smart. Tell me, tell me, tell me. I mean, if only they would have, you know, maybe put him with a manager and then maybe put him with another group of people who were also talented but needed people to talk for them and, Hmm. you know, maybe form a stable Hmm. and then maybe the stable got popular Hmm. and then it wasn't supposed to get popular Mm -hmm. and then maybe they disband the stable and start firing them. Hmm. Maybe that's what happened. I think I see where you're going here. If, if only, if only they would have given him a manager and then a stable that got over it that took that away. But they yep. didn't do that, so. No, though, well, they, 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 they did, and then they dropped the fucking ball with this guy because, you know, they just have to break up their stables because if something gets going too good and they didn't expect it to, oh, no, 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 motherfucker. We got to fucking put that shit to the fucking bed. No, no. Which is what I'm absolutely convinced is what happened. I, I feel like they were supposed to, her business was supposed to be fodder for retribution. Like they were supposed to be there to put them over. And then everybody hated retribution and loved her business. And then they were like, well, we'll let this run for like three more months. And then we'll just fucking put the kibosh on it. Yep. Now, JTG today was warning everyone today. He, he was warning y'all. I don't know why no one caught it. But JTD was, he was warning everybody. Don't answer your phone. <laughs> He's the best. (laughs) He was warning you. Don't answer your phone. No phones. Okay. So, (laughs) JTG. Oh, the Batman is perfect. It's just so perfect. So, there you go. Um, Which brings us to uh, Top Dollar was also let go. And Riddick Moss who found out through social media and Sean Ross Sapp and said, wait, <laughs> wait for, for real? But I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> Shit. Dude, what a great sense of humor on your last fucking day. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I'd hire the guy just for that. I'd be like, dude, I lo- this is the best thing I've ever seen. Come on. Come on. It's bring it back. Like how they had the fucking, what's his name? But he's later put out the video crying and they brought him back based on the strength of that. Just bring him back based on the strength of that shit. Hey, they did it to Rockstar Spud. Mm-hmm. He, you know, made the video crying and they're like, oh, Triple H went out, handed him a fucking contract a year later. They were like, hey, ride's over, kid. I think that's actually who I was thinking of. I just said the wrong person. That's okay. It happens, Mark. Now, Emma 
was another one who was let go here. Now, Emma, huh, here's another fucking kind of sad, here's a little bit of a sad story with Emma going over to that screen right now. Um, we see Emma here, who Tennille Dashwood was pretty much brought back when Triple H came into power, I guess we could say, originally. Mm-hmm. She had just been literally posting about the Elimination Chamber because they announced that, I believe, yesterday, maybe today. Elimination Chamber will be going to Australia, and she had just put out a tweet, a dream at WWE. They're going to be there Saturday, February 24th at Optus Stadium. And then she put, oops, never mind. I just got released. I am no longer with WWE. Well, you could probably still attend. I, this is just such a... My God, she was just promoting your company. <laughs> my God. I mean, how many Australian people do they have on that roster? You might as well have just left her for a couple of months. You got know. that kind they, of money. You're bringing back Nathan Jones? What the fuck? I don't know. And I, I, I'm going to say... I. So far, it looks like Bronson Reed has made it through this. I don't know how the fuck that's happened either, but I'm just going to leave it right there. Hang on tight, young man. Mm. I'm just saying. But that also, is, it's uh, surprising enough that Top Dollar was the only person from Hit Road to get fired now that I think about it. Yes, so far. Listen, we could keep this going till tomorrow for all we know. This, <laughs> you, we don't know. This could keep going. This could keep going. Rick Boogs also released. Um, Mildly surprising. I didn't really like the guy, but he got over and people really seemed to like him. Yeah, when he was coming out there introducing Nakamura, everybody fucking loved him. The rock scream was great stuff, but he got hurt for a while. He came back and they really weren't doing much with him at all. He's like a good guy to have around for commercials. Where like, oh, who yeah. can you put in this commercial and they would still be a good commercial, but they wouldn't like lose their credibility as wrestlers. Well, if AEW needs a guy who can really play guitar, there he is. There you go. Ooh, him and Elias both, they can start a fucking band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you give him some guitar hero control? No, not fucking. Mm-hmm. I, I think that already happened. Yeah, yeah. That actually would be a fucking great idea for uh, a gimmick, is if you had, like, Boogs and uh, Elias, mm-hmm. and then they, like, went to AEW, and, like, their gimmick was basically, like, Flight of the Concords or Tenacious D of just, like, a band that, like, nobody gives a shit about. Oh, there you and they're go. just, like, these failed, fledgling rock stars, but they think that they're these huge deals. That would be a cool, fucking good gimmick. That could be. That definitely could be. Um, all right. I don't think, I, I think I forgot to mention Aaliyah. Did I say Aaliyah? You did not. Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, and uh, another one released who seemed kind of happy about it was Quincy Elliott, the super diva. Quincy Elliott uh, has confirmed he was released. And like I said, if you look here, he seemed kind of happy about it. No longer with WWE, he put, let the celebration begin. Hmm. Interesting. What could he mean by that? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't really know how much they had done with him. It didn't, from what I was reading, it didn't look like too much. That is kind of the fun part about just realizing that you don't watch, you haven't watched the product as much as you used to. It's like seeing some names on the list and just being like, who is that? 
Yeah. I had seen a couple of things and heard a few things, but I just didn't really pay much attention. Um, so anyway, we'll keep going here. Bryson Montana, folks, also let go. Dana Brooke also has been let go. I, I'm not going to say I'm like blown away, shocked by this, but she had made it through a bunch of these <laughs> rounds of releases. And I don't know. I get, I just kind of thought she would make it through this one too. They seem to really like her and I don't know, but uh, nope. She has been released. As you can see, Sean Ross Sapp reported it. Looks like a lot of people find out, found out through Sean Ross Sapp today who was fired. So, there was that, and we will go ahead and keep going with this list. Mansoor. Gone. Gone. What are they going to do on those trips over to Saudi Arabia? Mustafa Ali and Mansoor both gone. And, I mean, not to jump ahead, but they also got rid of Shanky, so, I mean, fuck. And Shanky. And Get ready for a big fear push. Uh, I guess we'll see. Massey still there, formerly Mace, like Mark said, Shanky. Um, we also have Daba Kato, who uh, we see right here. Commander Aziz, Babatunde. He was also released by the company. I don't think they were doing very much with him anyway that I had heard of. But again, you got a guy that looks like this. You can't figure out something to do with this motherfucker. I mean, they tried. Hmm. Oh, I'm glad. Oh, well, I, I, I'm sorry. I didn't know they tried. Well, I mean, now you do. And they, they brought back great colleagues, so, you know. <gasps> oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Oh, well, I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Ulyssa Leon, Daniel MacArthur, Kevin Ventura Cortez, and Alexa Gray. Not really sure who the uh, last four of those are, so I apologize, folks, but... That is about it. Now, it looks like this is all of them. Right now, this is all the names that uh, I've got. This is right from Cultaholic. It was the only one that could have like a complete list that I could find. I don't think I missed any names. Chat room, if we missed anybody, let me know. Now, Mark Henry had said something about... Um, oh, I forgot who he said. Tegan Knox being released, but that turned out not to be true. So there you go, man. Like I said, though, this was definitely going to, going to be coming with these, uh, with the merger happening. It was inevitable. They were going to do releases. I do see tomorrow a few more. I think so. What do you think, Smart? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I could see maybe, how many did we have tonight? 21. So? I could see oh, definitely a few more tomorrow. I definitely could see a few more. And again, this is strategic too. With the new TV deal being made, trim some fat down. With the new merger being made, you trim down the fat a little bit. It's just what happens, folks, when a company mergers. Merges, not mergers. So, oh, Brooklyn Barlow. I missed. Okay, I did miss a name. All right, sorry about that. You sure, man? Yeah, you sure about that? All right, I'll take your word for also, it. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, if I was uh, cross, I'd be a little bit surprised, too. 
Go ahead and chuck that phone square out the window, daddy <laughs> No one answered the goddamn phone. No one. From I saw some like weird stat on Twitter that apparently he's like lost like twenty like he's like one in twenty one out of his last matches. So it was just like wow. some insane fucking portion of just him just ridiculously being jobbed out, I guess. No. Oh, nice. I don't know, man. I just don't know how you can do that to a guy like him, but they're just seems like they're just not very good at getting people to just kind of keep rolling right now. I don't know. Anyway. It is weird because he's like one of the more intimidating looking individuals. Like that is one of the people who is just, I don't, I wouldn't be terribly intimidated if I like came across Seth Rollins in an alleyway. I'd just be like, oh, like, you know, like, hey, what are you doing here? And then, but like if I fucking saw like cross at like midnight in an alley, I'm, I'm pissing myself. Immediately. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm fucking same with like Dabakato. That's another guy you would see coming at you and be like, oh, fuck, I'm dead. Unless he's like just super lumbering, and then it's like, all right, I'm just gonna like slightly sidestep. <laughs> there we go. All right. Uh, Stephen Butler says a consequence of these releases is more weeks of rematches on Raw and SmackDown. Be very, it will be very boring television. That's kind of what you've been getting in WWE for a while. So you're gonna get that anyway. Anyway, it's just. I mean, you've you. you Unless you've got new people coming in every week, which I don't see that happening. So uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll just have to see how everything goes. But I think that's less of even just a, the WWE's fault and more of just a lie, which still is, I guess. But just the fact that they have the whole you know brand split. It's like mm-hmm. there's only so many people on each roster. Yeah, and really with with everyone going to the same station coming next year i I think the brand split's going to be bullshit they need to just get these people on whatever show they can whenever they can and keep whatever storylines flowing that they can fuck the brand split oh absolutely fuck the brand split right now the brand what brand split you got fucking people going to nxt you got people going from nxt back to raw you got people from raw going to smackdown smackdown going to raw the bloodline was on every goddamn show from nxt to fucking smackdown to raw all of them Maybe more like the brand split. Ah, you know what I'm saying? What fucking brand split? Oh, Norad, when you send me YouTube videos, I get very worried. And I get very excited. Let me see. Let me see. I'll click the fucking thing. It must be a sick individual. Oh, it was uh, Shelton Benjamin's last promo, but there's a football thing before it. Yeah, let me mute this real quick. How long is the promo? Ooh, one forty-one. Um, it's about as long as a Shelton Benjamin promo could be. Well, this was January fifth when this promo happened. Um, all right, what the hell? Let me unmute. Hopefully, it's not locking up on us like the other video was. Let's see. In case uh, some of you guys don't know, I just recently celebrated 20 years. Sounds a little off, folks. Of debut for WWE. You know what? Well, that's unfortunate. Let's just listen. I just want to thank you, fans. WWE. WWE Universe, hmm. 
for allowing me all this time to live out my childhood dream. All right, I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I'm not going to torture everyone listening to another minute of him breathing hard and talking. But I listen, I think the guy is incredibly talented. I don't understand why they can't find something for a guy like this. It's amazing. It seemed like a weird production choice to pipe in dog barking noises while he's trying to cut this heartfelt promo. Oh, those are my dogs. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, well, nice. The wife just walked in the door. I can hear her talking to the doggies. Which means she's gonna bring in a shot and probably I'm gonna say five minutes I'm gonna have a shot in here. Watch. Ooh. I'm gonna say that. Oh sorry folks, I'm hurting like a motherfucker tonight. But um That's sad but also mildly funny. It's like his last promo is him talking about how he's been like in wrestling for twenty years and how great it is to be a part of the WWE. Seemed like he kinda knew he wasn't gonna make it for much longer and he was on borrowed time. Well, he's probably in fucking main event or something anyway. So he's like, yeah. hey, it's coming any day now. And let's be honest, pretty much any day in WWE could be your last day. So, yeah. I mean, it's okay. He'll go to New Japan. He'll be there for three months. They'll think he's good and then bring him back. I guess I should have said two minutes. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, baby. Mm. Oof. Now, yes, this is a prescription shot. I don't know if you can see that. It's a prescription. Very nice. I got the camera blurred. You can't see it. Oh, yeah, that's rough. That's a little rough. Ooh, vodka. Okay, so. I guess, wow, we can already get into a... There really wasn't much but the releases to talk about, so I guess we can get into AEW. Let's do it. A little, uh, little, uh, little dynamite grand slam. Um, sponsored by Denny's. I gotta tell y'all though, I thought last night's show was fucking great. I thought it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I thought the two hours went fucking quick. There was uh, some title changes. One wasn't supposed to happen. I think you all know exactly the one I, um, I we're all talking about here. Um, we will definitely get to it. But there was some title changes happening. I thought it was a really fucking good show. The flow, it just flowed well. The two hours went by fast as shit. I just thought it was a great show. And Renee fucking Paquette looked better than ever, in my opinion, last night. My God, those little overalls were beautiful. Denim, beautiful. the old Canadian tuxedo. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. That looked like a great tuxedo to me. Anyway, I guess we can go ahead and start this shit off. What do you say, Smark? Let's do it. So this show kicked off with Claudio Castagnoli with Wheeler Yuta versus Eddie Kingston. This was title for title, this match here. The uh, ROH Championship against Eddie Kingston's... Was that the strong? New Japan Strong Never Open Weight Championship. I love adding it. Many words as possible to titles in New Japan. I don't know why. Too many words. Way too many words. Oh, you should hear the Dragon Gate titles, but that's for another. Oh, please don't fucking tire me out. Um. Anyway, now listen, Smark. I may have my opinion 
on how Eddie Kingston looks out there. But you know what? This crowd is 100% behind Eddie Kingston. What the fuck do I know? What the fuck do I know? I don't know that much about Eddie Kingston. They know more about him than I do. I don't care. Whatever I think, who gives a shit? This crowd was totally Eddie Kingston. Now, they were in New York, correct? Is it? There we go. They were in New York, which has something to do with it, but it doesn't matter. This crowd fucking loved them. Um, the match kind of was what it was. Um, Kingston picked up the win. He actually made Claudio tap out, which surprised me a little bit. I don't know about you. Did he? I think he made him tap out, didn't he? I don't think he did. No, no, I think it was, no, no, uh, no, no. Wrong match. I'm sorry. Wrong match. Wrong match. Wrong match. I was going to say, because I watched this before the show started, and I was like, damn, I really wasn't paying attention. No, wrong match. I'm sorry. I got it mixed up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't listen to me. Yeah, he, he, like, hit him with, like, eight back fists throughout right. the match, and then eventually the last one dropped him. Yeah, but Kingston got the pin and got the win, and I was a fucking pretty good little thing. You know, Claudio gets up, and you think, oh, man, he's going to fucking attack him, and... You know, he's got the belt in his hand, and Claudio reaches out his hand, get a little handshake. You know, it wasn't like a, wasn't like this, uh, every, you know, we're all done handshake, but it was more like a, hey, good fucking match, respect. And that was it. And Claudio handed him the title. Pretty cool picture came out of Kingston with the titles. I like this one right here. This This was a good picture of him just fucking... Great picture of Eddie Kingston right here, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed every match throughout the night here, and there really weren't that many matches throughout the night here. There was a, a decent amount of segments, but like I said, I thought it all flowed really fucking well last night. Um, I agree with that. There was like pretty much no filler. Not really. There was a few little stupid. I mean, there was a couple backstage segments we didn't need. Um. But they went well with everything, so it didn't matter to me very much. But uh, we did get a video of Roderick Strong in the in the kingdom in the hospital, Smark. They're reading him a letter about how he's so inspirational to neck health awareness, is how they put it. <laughs> yes, neck health awareness, babe. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not a thing. <laughs> Well, it is now. It is now, yeah. My wife's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> now, I will say, I'm not the biggest Roderick fan, but when he start, when Adam's like, listen, I, I got to go. I got to be by MJF's side. I, I, I got to go. I got to go. I got to be there for the match. And Roderick just goes, Adam. And then you just hear the bed. As he's slowly lifting up his back, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I got to give it to him. That was fucking hilarious. And he said, just go ahead, man. Just go ahead. And I'm like, you had to do that. That was the most dramatic bullshit for that. Just go. Just go. Just, just go. But I, I got a good laugh out of it. So I would I say. I don't know why the balloons were making me laugh. The balloons were making me laugh. And whoever they had playing the nurse, they need to use her for more. Dude, this whole, I, I, I was laughing. But I, again, those, 
to me, those guys are just, all three of them are just such bad talkers. People, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Mike Bennett maybe listen, if I say Mike Bennett is the best out of the three, let's not take this as a fucking compliment. But Mike Bennett's the best out of the three. That's okay. All, that's all I'm going to say. But yeah, that was the uh, little hospital right there. That was a decent... I think it's just because Mike Bennett's like been playing this character longer than anyone else has. Because like Mike Bennett is, has played the Roderick Strong like little bitch character for his entire career. Well, I just love that Mike Bennett played this like WWE style worker in ROH, and then he goes to WWE and he can't fucking cut it. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. It's like fucking irony in a little ball. I like it. I love it. I want more of it. Renee Paquette's Mark mm-hmm. backstage with Christian and Luchasaurus. Christian challenges Darby to a three-way match on Collision uh, with Sting. Oh, not Sting. I'm sorry. Luchasaurus, Christian, and Darby Allen for the TBS title. No, TNT title. Sorry. But Sting will be banned from ringside if he accepts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He will I enjoy win. how Christian kept trying to like pull himself back from calling it a handicap match and had to keep reminding himself that it was a triple threat. Yeah, he did. He did. I don't think you're allowed to say handicapped anymore. No, no, just more so that he was like trying to mask his intentions but doing a poor job of it. Yeah. He's like, oh, clearly we're going to jump you. I mean, we're not known as triple threat, legitimate competition. <laughs> I had Obviously. that same thought too, though. It took me because when he's, he pulled back from saying handicap, he was like, oh, did you make a make a football? But it was like, oh, no, no, he's just, he's being a heel. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of heels, Smark, mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara versus Chris Jericho was our next match on this show. Sammy Guevara wearing some WrestleMania, Jericho WrestleMania-inspired gear. Came out with a light-up vest, which it really just looked like it was decorated for Christmas instead of, like, anything else to me. <laughs> it just looked like a... It looked like... I bought it from Party City. Yeah, yeah. if Party City bought it off Wish. Uh, I see it didn't, I mean, look, it did the job. It's just like, but it just had like four, like four or five strings of lights on it. It was no Jericho light up jacket. I'll put it that way. So he has like the Griswold version of the fucking Jericho jacket. Yeah. There you go. And he had it now, Smart. I, I do have to ask. I don't, do you know who that was? Uh, live rapping Guevara in last night? Cause I don't, I'm old and stupid. No, like it's very, it seemed like it was very much one of those like DX band situations mm. where it's just like it was a guy who performed Sammy. I believe Excalibur called him Montezzi. I have never heard of him before though. Oh. And he's, he's not like a current relevant act who I just don't listen to. He's just, you know, he's a guy who did Sammy Guevara's thing. Okay. Cool. Who's kind of cool though? Yeah, he's an interesting <laughs> guy. <laughs> it was kind of cool. And I, um, <laughs> No, it was not Hugh My God. My God, I'm just going to keep going. And it is a shame that one of them is a very, 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 very bad person. Or Ellen's fucking bringing in PG-13 would have been fucking hilarious. To just wrap mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara down to the ring. Yeah, one of them is... um Terrible. 
So this was a really good match between these two, <laughs> I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, ended with Sammy going up to the ropes to hit a moonsault. Jericho gets the knees up, catches him with a code breaker. And then after they match, they, they looked like shit. It did look like shit. He, it, well, again, I mean, I understand it's like, oh, well, you try doing that. There's a lot of moving parts. You got to make it. You know, but if it doesn't look good, stop doing it. He's done that well, before and it looked like shit before. Just yeah. stop doing the because he's trying to do that like RKO out of nowhere thing. But yes, Randy Orton can actually do it. You can't, friend. Just stop. Randy hits that move. It looks badass. Uh-huh. Every time he has never fucked that move up that I've seen. No. And yeah, no, Jericho just it, the timing is off. And I mean, I'm I'm not saying anything. I like Guevara. I think the guy can fucking work. But you're working with a younger guy who just doesn't have that fucking timing perfected yet. It didn't look it could have looked worse, but it certainly didn't look good. But yeah. it, but you got what they were going for. You got what it was supposed to be. Um <laughs> You know, they hug it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, next thing you know, Sammy just turns around, puts a knee to Jericho's nuts. Now, we knew something was up, Smart. We knew something was going to happen here. It was just, it was obvious the way Sammy was acting. But what I didn't expect was Don Callis to come walking down mm-hmm. and put his arm around Guevara. So. There you go. That was that right there. I like this, though. But I again, we knew the turn was coming. I think the fact that everyone expected the turn to be coming with Jericho made it more obvious um, that it was going to be Guevara. Now, now we're going to have babyface Jericho. There you go. All by himself. I lost all my friends. What am I going to do now? And Daniel Garcia is going to come out and help him. Sort of seems like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's, that's what I see. That's what I see happening. Jericho's going to come out next week, probably cut the hole. I, I, I've realized I've done wrong. I've done my friends wrong. I, uh, yeah, I'll, we'll see what happens, but I think that's what's going to happen. Well, they did briefly have a little bit of a stare down. Right. Backstage between uh, Guevara and Garcia, so Ooh. we'll see. Guevara's lucky that uh, Garcia didn't dance on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very. Well, Sammy has to be careful with all backstage interactions with people. You, you never quite know how that's going to turn out for him. Yeah, you really shouldn't get too close to Sammy. He may, he may, he may, he may strike. Mm-hmm. He may strike. So we did get a video earlier in the day with a video of MJF and Adam Cole showing up to the arena. MJF cuts a usual MJF promo. I don't know how else to say that one. Like an amazing car, though. That was a nice car. That was, I didn't get you. I didn't, it looked like it was it a McLaren. I think so. I think it was, I think it was a McLaren. Always a nice car. So now we got, was uh, which was a little awkward. Uh, Phoenix versus John Moxley. This was for the AEW International Championship. Now, this was a good, brutal match here, Smark. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the ending, and there was a point where, right after Phoenix gives him a pile driver, that and we saw this pile driver. 
it did not look good. But he really spiked Moxley last night, guys. Moxley yeah. did have a concussion. Now, I was like, what the fuck happened at the end? You know, because the ref said that Moxley's shoulder was up, and if anybody was watching their television, that was bullshit. Oh, that was absolutely bullshit. Because, I mean, I again, I watched it before we started. Mm. So I knew already what had happened with Moxley. So I knew this was coming. He hit him with the first pile driver, pinned him, and then the referee counted to two, realized that Moxley was not going to kick out, yeah. but realized that he should not count to three, which actually he should have counted to three. Yeah. So he just like went, hovered his hand down, and then just jerked it back up, and then Phoenix did the move again, and then dropped him on his head again. I mean, it wasn't Phoenix's fault, he didn't know, but... right. Ooh, he had spiked in his head like back to back, and then the referee finally got the clue and made the count. Yeah, and it does say he had a minor concussion. If you uh, if you're looking at this article, and it said um, PW Torch reports that Moxley had been diagnosed with a concussion that actually occurred during the pre-match brawl rather than in the match itself. So he was already concussed when he took that bad move. Um, so yeah, Moxley had planned the. the plan was for him to retain the championship so let's just I'm going to assume Phoenix is going to be a transitional champion for a little bit the finish was changed obviously we did see that I agree with you though I think the ref should have just gone ahead and and, and just count well, I mean, you literally had like another minute and 20 in the match and it was over yeah so ball, yeah. man I gotta tell you man fucking Moxley fucking Moxley man what a fucking badass he just fucking pu- just pushes through fucking everything, man. Doesn't give a fuck. They need to use this as an opportunity to just let him take some time off. I, they probably should give him give him a few fucking like a couple of months off. This guy, the, when CM Punk fucked up the first time, they called on him to come back when he was supposed to take his vacation. Now this, I mean. That that was bad enough though to where I guess they said that Renee like you could see Renee after the match because he walked out of there on his own two feet, but they said Renee like ran down down the ramp and like helped him back up the ramp. Right, she was worried about him. That 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 did not look good. But if you were watching that, um, so yeah, I agree. Give this man some fucking time off. Let this man fucking get his wits about him again and. Good God. Drive this man to drinking again. I'm saying let him let him enjoy some Myrtle Beach time. Yeah, let him relax. Let him go home and shit. Give Renee some time off too. Hell no, let's not be so hasty. Ah, it's all right. She'll be fine. She'll be fine. But um this was really a good match going through. No blood by Moxie. I don't think he was gonna try to bleed after he was fucking concussed. Thank God he didn't, because of my oh my God, everybody would have been all over him if he had done that. But Phoenix wins, and it was a great moment. I think everybody was as shocked, was pretty shocked about it. I was, but then, as we all put two and two together, I think it made more sense. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So then we had Samoa Joe. After this, we had Samoa Joe cutting a uh, a promo on MJF. Remember they they were the main event for tonight. But after that, we got Tony Storm coming out with her uh, her new character, which I fucking love. This Tony Storm, 
Got the black and white, real cinematic type, old school cinema type entrance. I like. Um, it just looks good. She looks great in this. <laughs> I don't. I really like the way she looks in this character. But it's Tony Storm versus Soraya Smart for the AEW Women's Championship. Ruby is down there, and she got involved a good amount. Um, and at one point, like, the, they start off with Tony trying to hug Soraya. She got slapped instead. And then they keep this little game going on between them. And out of nowhere, Tony just plants one right on Soraya. That's right, folks. We got some hot lesbian action. She is just doing the absolute most to get over, isn't she? Uh, listen, got me over. It's weird. It, all of this happened in reverse order. Mm-hmm. They gave her the belt. Nobody really cared, if we're being honest. Right. She lo- loses the belt. She gets a cool gimmick that everybody loves. They we want her to win the belt, yep. but they already gave her the belt, so she's not getting the belt again. It's like all, all this was just all sorts of mixed up and jumbled, just the wrong order of operations. They really have, and I think when they put her in that little outcast group, I think it it was good for all three of them because it gave them all TV time. <laughs> but I don't think it's the best. I don't think it was the best thing to do after Tony Storm had just had a title run, but you're right. It did go a little backwards. So I don't know if they're trying to make up for that. Yeah. I don't know if they're trying to make up for it, but this character is great and it is getting over. And the Mm -hmm. more she kisses Saray, the more it'll, it'll, it'll it'll get over. She had three different shoes. She went Mm -hmm. under the ring Mm-hmm. Ruby drug her out from under the ring. She had three different shoes. She had two shoes in one hand and then a shoe hidden in her tights. Well, when you throw shoes, you got to have a backup. Good arsenal of shoes. I like it. You got to have a backup. So. I do like how that's basically what, how her character has evolved now, now that she's becoming like more of a baby face. She's mm-hmm. warning people that she's going to throw a shoe instead of just throwing the shoe. Yeah, I like it. Like that's, that's about it. That's the transition. Yeah, it is. It is. It's good stuff, though, man. I like it. But um, Soraya did get the win, though, in this match. And um, her top was a little low. It sure was. It, it, I couldn't, uh, unless she just has awesome, beautiful pink nipples, I don't think it was showing a nip. If only there was a way to cross-reference that inquiry. Yeah, I haven't. I don't remember what they looked like. There was bad lighting that night, you know, on those videos. But uh, man, that's I, actually patently false. But anyways, I couldn't. Ruby. Anyway, um, she also did <laughs> just before the tattoo, so it's not as fun. Yeah, I've seen a picture of Ruby naked actually, but um. Yeah, good for her, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, Soraya did go ahead and get the win in this match to retain the title. Which, I mean, like I said, I thought this show flowed really good. We haven't really... There wasn't a segment that you were just like, blah, on this show, in my opinion. I really thought this was a great show. And the main event, man, holy shit. 
We got that right now, the main event of this match, or the main event of this show, which was MJF coming out to the Bret Hart, completely Bret Hart-inspired entrance, except MJF told a little boy he was adopted. I thought it was funny. Um, MJF, though, against Samoa Joe. So it, it, I, I loved this match. There was a ton of old school feel to this match. You had MJF doing all kinds of old school moves, shaking the ropes like fucking um, Warrior. I, I really liked a lot of the nuances of this match. I thought it was a great match. And um, MJF had some great little comedy spots that completely went with the match. Didn't make the match stupid. Didn't make it bad. I enjoyed every moment of this match. My just my opinion. I agree. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's he reinvented the drop kick. Was like that was the interesting part about because that's what the kangaroo kick is at yeah. this point. Is it's just a drop kick. It is, but you like reinvented drop kick. Yeah, it's great. I mean, w- stupid little stuff like that. Just the crowd. my absolute favorite part was just MJF going full extreme pandering mode because he had he wrestled in like Mets inspired gear, but he came out with the ring jacket that had the logo for like every New York sports team, right. Like he just wasn't gonna pick a side. Like he just went full politician and had all of them. Like yeah, just but, something about that just made me laugh. Yeah, but he also told the kid he was adopted. That's true. So he's still our scumbag. Well, I mean, his dad might suck, or his parents might suck. You never know. Might Man, get a favor. Maybe. But another little question last night is: as the match was kind of ending, Adam Cole comes running down. And he jumps off the ramp to get to the side of the ring. And he did not land good. And he was limping, doing mm-hmm. everything, all the stuff he was doing. Um, if you saw him when he got in the ring, he was definitely limping. So I hope he's okay. I hope he just has a sprain, nothing big. Haven't heard anything today, but... I've, yeah. How would you see? No news is good news on that front. Yeah, but how the fuck would you see it with 21 fucking releases? Uh, I did <laughs> look. I mean, I would come through the news. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully he's okay. And it seems like he is. I think you're right. No news is probably good news. But man, I'll tell you, that was, uh, you know, we, we only had a couple little scary moments last night. But I, once again, I thought this show just went together well the whole fucking time oh by the way there was a little uh handshake right there at the end of the match with uh him and joe again it wasn't like the uh you know hey we're gonna be buddies now it was more like and you kind of knew that was gonna happen because every time joe thought he had mjf down mjf would kick out i mean even of the even the muscle buster when MJF kicked out, you kind of saw Joe just, holy fuck, this guy just doesn't fucking stay down. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of saw this happening. But cool little moment, cool match. Like I said, I just thought this show just went it went together well. There just wasn't really anything, like you said, Smart, there didn't feel like there was any 
filler on this show. Right. Now, this was Grand Slam, kind of a special show for them. If Tony Khan could keep up this momentum for every fucking Dynamite, I think we might see fucking viewership go up. Hopefully. I think you would. He needs to keep this momentum, though. He can't come back next week now and just kind of fucking die out. Or He can't do that. So hopefully they don't. I, I, I thought this was a, a really good show last night. And like I said, that main event, I loved all the old school nuances to it. I don't know if you caught them all, but there was a bunch of them in that match. Just great shit. There was. Yeah, and I mean, usually full gear is early November. So there's really only a couple of weeks left until before that. So, yeah. I mean, they should already start working towards that, I guess. And give them an opportunity to, you know, keep the ball rolling. Yeah. And, you know, like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, when Punk was released, this is a big opportunity for this company right now, mm -hmm. okay? You got rid of the so-called fucking cancer back in the locker room that you said, I, I still think we're putting a fucking band-aid on a bullet wound here. I still think eventually we're going to start getting problems in that locker room again. But, you know, it, this is a good opportunity for them to reset in a way mm -hmm. i know they haven't been around really to hit that reset button but they've got a new show you know they've got collision which is getting shitty ratings they've got rampage they were you know they've gone from one show to three shows now a week and they need to they need to try to get some shit going they need to try to get some shit going because you know this is definitely this is it this is the opportunity this is it. I totally agree. So, oh, go ahead, buddy. My son's feeding my dogs. This is their opportunity to either make it or break it. They can either show that this company does not need and did not need CM Punk, or they can keep doing what they're doing. And if Collision keeps falling in ratings, even though Punk wasn't bringing in high fucking ratings, they were better when Punk was on. True. So and I mean, I, I can't, I can't, you know, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't get, tell you for sure what I think is going to happen. But I think based on the direction that they are going right now, based on like what happened last night, I think that is absolutely, you could absolutely guarantee that people are going to watch or people are not going to watch. Right. Really? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, Smart. And last night, actually, they, they did a good number. They hit like 984, I think, was their number. But you're right. Either they're going to watch or they're not. There you go. I guess my son's watching a movie. told my wife she could unpause it because he couldn't wait till they closed the door and got outside to do that. That's important information. Dude. My son turned Friday on. Uh, my son turned Friday. My son turned fifteen last Friday, dude. Nice. I'm. He got a bank. My my wife took him. He, he actually. He, last Friday was a half a day for the for the kids. Mm. So we just let my son just just stay home. Just stay home. So we let him chill for the day, and he he was much happier. But she, my wife took him to get a bank account. So now my my son has a bank account. He uh, does want to go get his permit 
and he wants to start looking for a job in a couple months. Kind of proud of him. Rex, yeah, I'm very proud of him. I'm very proud of him for wanting to go out and do some work because it seems like he's pretty lazy, but he wants to work at like a uh, like a sub shop. I don't know why that's on his mind, but he wants to work at a sub shop for his first job. Wants to do sandwiches. And I'm like, hey, really? That's what you want to do? All right, that's fine with me. But we found out, Jimmy John's, you have to be 18 and requires a high school diploma. Not, not, not just a check mark. You have to bring them your high school diploma. Yeah, fuck that. So does Amazon. Oh, my God. The, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I didn't realize you had to do that. But we have a uh, a Jersey Mike's near here that he wants to go uh, check out in a couple of months and see if they're hiring. So, I mean, I know you specifically said, said shub, ooh, that's fun asses, specifically said, su- nope, sub shop. There we go. First take. <laughs> but yes. Specifically said sub shop. Holy shit, I didn't realize I accidentally backed into a tongue twister. <laughs> I got I, you. I, I, I really got, got thrown off my game because the dog got caught on the keyboard, the wire of the keyboard. That's all right. She almost took a tumble. It's okay. So I got all distracted. Let's try this again. Take two. I know that you said specifically sub shops. There we go. How about it? But a lot of restaurants, like in dining restaurants, will take younger people. Yeah. A problem in this little town. And um, and it's not that much of a problem. My son can be fine with it, but or is fine with it. But there's a there's a, a lot of the restaurants around. Really, what we have around here are Mexican restaurants. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that makes it even better. We have taco <laughs> places, taco places, taco places. Tex-Mex taco, taco, Tex-Mex taco, taco, barbecue, Chinese food, Chinese food, Tex-Mex. I'm so disappointed that the dog didn't bark after you said Chinese food. That would have been amazing. (laughs) Your dog's comedic timing is off. You need to reprimand them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. There we go. That got her. All right. Good boy, Scoop Man. That poor dog got out the other day and ended up with... Now, they're, 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 they're tarring my street. But they're not just tarring it. They're putting rocks on top of tar on top of rocks on top of tar. Don't know what they're doing, but it's really annoying. My dog got out the other day and had tar stuck all over him. The poor fucking guy. And I had to let him go overnight because I, I didn't realize it was tar. I thought he was, I thought he was digging and it was dirt. I was going to throw him in a bath. Yeah. I picked him up and I'm like, "Oh shit, that's fucking tar from out front." I didn't know he got out. Then they told me, "Yeah, you got out front this morning." I'm like, "Oh fuck, thanks for telling me." Vegetable oil I had to put all over him last night. I had I I thought it was bullshit. I looked it up online. I'm like, "Yeah, fucking vegetable oil, whatever." I came home, the wife had some. Man, I'm getting that rubbing, it, you know, getting it all in his skin and stuff and Shit was coming off like nothing. That's weird how some of those things work. I was 
baffled by it. It said uh, vegetable oil or mineral oil. But the vegetable oil took it off. And I actually used it to clean my shower. I, I used it to get the tar off and then I cleaned the shower. I did both. But the tar wouldn't come off with just the brush. So I'm like, still got a little bit of that vegetable oil left over here. <laughs> right, right. It cleaned it, man. It fucking did the job. But my dog's all clean. I got all that tar off him. But the poor dog, it was in between his toes. It was on his uh, nails. It was... um one was sticking like I don't know how he didn't bite the one that was sticking in his dewclaw off, but I felt horrible for the little guy. I bet. Yeah, he he didn't even sleep in the bed the other night. He sleeps in the bed, so. But anyway, man, um, I think we fucking uh got through everything. Unless you got anything. No, I think that will about do it. All right, folks. Well, I guess that will do it, and I guess that does it. I appreciate everybody coming on in. Chat room, always appreciate you guys. Anyone downloading the show, greatly appreciate it to you guys, too. And um, you guys know what to do. Like, share, subscribe, download, review, rate, tell a friend, tell that friend and tell another friend, and so on and so on. You know what to do. And on that note, folks, we will be back here once again next week, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. See ya! Yes. All right.